Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after, <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, beautiful Kate Harlow here. Before you get into this week's episode of the New Truth Podcast Season 2, hope you're liking it, I have a personal invitation for one of you that I wanted to share. Um, this invitation is for a woman who is ready to open her heart like it's never been opened before, so you can experience being fully magnetic in your life to everything you desire, who's ready to change things up, shake things up, experience life in a new way, to be bold and courageous and do something that maybe you've never done before, but possibly always dreamed of. I have one spot left at my upcoming retreat. It's next month, February 16th to 24th. I know that might sound soon, but if you are feeling daring and courageous and you're ready to really create change in your life, change takes courage. It takes doing things that you wouldn't normally do and surrounding yourself with people who see the world in an inspiring different way. So I'm inviting you, one woman, to the Experience Kenya, a retreat that I'm putting on with my dear soul sister, Mariana Clark, who's also a spiritual teacher and best friend of mine. Um, we are taking a small group of women to the base of Mount Kenya to a luxury property next to a conservation site. We're talking wild giraffes and elephants walking by while we're having breakfast. Nine days of transformational retreat time with an extraordinary group of women from around the world and also the trip of a lifetime. So if you've always dreamed of going to Africa one day and your your mind says, oh, one day I'll go, one day, one day, maybe the time is now. If you've always dreamed of going on a retreat with women or perhaps working with me or Mariana, you may have heard her on the podcast. She's been on a few times. Um, or you're just ready to do things differently. Come to Kenya. It will open your heart like nothing you've ever experienced in your life. Every woman who went on the retreat Mariana did last year said they didn't want to leave at the end of the experience, actually. A after a full nine days of being there, none of them wanted to leave um, because it's that magical and transformational and healing and beautiful. So I would love to have it be you, whoever you are. I know there's a woman out there this spot is meant for. So if you feel an inkling, a curiosity, a call of any sort, if your heart is feeling like, ooh, that sounds exciting, reach out to me, send me a private message, send me a message on Instagram. I'm gonna post the link below this episode so you can click it to find out more about the retreat and click. Um, you can click it to actually book a call right there in my calendar. Um, but if you are curious at all, even if your mind is telling you no freaking way, can I make a decision that big in that short notice? That's actually where the biggest change comes from. So if your mind is saying no, but your heart is saying yes, at least get on a call with me. I would love to meet you personally and would love to have you join us on this journey of a lifetime. 
until then, enjoy this week's episode and I will see you soon. Much love. Season two, episode three. It's so wild saying single digits now after like yes. episode 179, 200, but this is so fun. And we are so, so grateful for all of your feedback that you've been sharing lately about season two. And we so hope you just listened to episode two with Dr. Amanda Hansen. We are, I mean, we had that conversation months ago and we're still buzzing from that episode. So just continuous yes. plug for that episode as we kick off the energy of season two on the new truth podcast. Yeah. And even if the title doesn't appeal to you, I know when I listen to podcasts, sometimes if I really like the host, I won't listen to interviews. So if you don't listen to interviews or the title doesn't appeal to you, listen to it anyways. I, I think every woman on planet earth should hear that interview and follow Dr. Amanda. She's revolutionary and very needed. <laughs> we covered so much too. Yeah. So that's always, I mean, it's always funny even now when I'm about to announce today's title, it's like, if we really address every single thing we talk about in an episode in one title, you know, the titles would be like right. 10 pages long. <laughs> like we, totally. we talk about a lot. And so today's episode was inspired by a new truth listener and another plug of remembrance that we love hearing from you. We love to know what's on your hearts and minds and what you want us to cover that's going on in your world. We want to give, because again, no matter what you're going through around your life and your love life, we guarantee that another woman is feeling the same thing, thinking the same yes. thing, going through the same thing. So remember that when you request a topic, you're actually serving other women too, right? Not just getting what you need. So today's topic, how to feel deserving of your desires. This is a huge one for me because I think there's a delicate line between deserving and entitlement. And I also think there's you know, we now have neurological research that proves that feelings follow thoughts, right? And behavior cre generates positive thoughts. So the, the kicker, as we're going to start for me here, is that if you wait till you feel deserving, just like if you wait till you feel confident or wait till you feel worthy before you take action towards the things that you want to create, you'll be waiting forever. And we now have, you know, I believe in affirmations and, and, and positive self-talk is absolutely important. But when I think about the beginning of my journey, getting sober was the first act of self-love. Like I didn't say to myself, I'm worthy and deserving of a sober life. So now I'm going to get sober. That's not at all what happened. <laughs> it was, I need to make this decision for myself. And then as a result of that decision, I started feeling worthy and deserving of the life that I wanted. And in my relationships, especially my ex, right? The on again, off again, chaos, right? Like so many women are just used to toxicity and not getting their needs met and not receiving the love that they, that they want instead of just deciding that what I want is possible for me. And now how do I behave in a way that's aligned for that, right? The energy of deserving is about, about worth and everyone is worthy. Everyone has value. It's innate. You are a human being and therefore have worth and value, but you teach people how to treat you. 
Yeah. Right. So a lot of times what I'm seeing is, and you'll have to tell me if you hear this too, this energy of like women saying to the person they're dating, well, I deserve to be treated better than this. Okay. That's not at all deserving energy, right? The energy of deserving is the energy of worth in which I don't have to tell people what to do. Mm -hmm. I have to control how men show up for me. I don't have to um, dictate how, what, what other people, how other people should be behaving. I, when I'm connected to the worth and, and the energy of deserving, I just live from that place and then observe. And then I get to decide, oh, this aligns with me and this feels good. And this matches the way that I know that I want to be treated rather than how do I get this person to show up for me? Because that energy is toxic. And the amount of women, even in relationship, when I work with couples, right, a woman will look at me in the couple session and say, I deserve to be treated differently than this. And it's like just that statement doesn't empower you or your partner in any way, shape or form, right? You don't have to go on a on a fight <laughs> for deserving energy. Yeah. It's am I behaving in my life right now that actually anchors my self-worth, right? Am I treating myself in a way that sends the message that I'm worthy and deserving of being treated well, because it starts with you. Yeah, exactly. And you, and when you truly do treat yourself like you're worthy, AKA, I, I was thinking of this word desire, love the word desires. I just spent some time reflecting on the new year and, and what I want to cultivate and, um, and experience this year. And I, I, everyone talks about goals and like, what are your goals? And I'm just, I don't know, the word goals just is so repulsive to me. Whereas the word desire, it feels like I can feel it from the inside of my body. And it feels like it's not my, because the goals come from the mind and the desires come from the body. It's from the inside out. And so even the word desire, it's like, how do you, do you actually know your desires? And desires are more, way more about how you want to feel and what you want to experience in your life than, than the, the checklist of the things, right? So your mind, like that, that's actually such a great place to start. Cause if your mind is looking at, you know, the, the relationship that you want or the, that you're, I was actually chatting with a girlfriend yesterday who just said, I'm really ready for love. I'm really ready for him to come in. I'm, I'm so ready. And, you know, I don't, I want that to happen now. And I was like, okay, so you're still in the separateness of it right now, how you're talking about it. What if you were to walk down the street as if you already have it, right? As if you're living that desire, as if you're going home, you're walking with me right now with your dog. And tonight we're going to end our walk and you're going to walk home and you're going to be with that love. And what does it feel like? And how do you walk and how do you carry yourself and how do you, you know, look in the mirror and how do you feel and, and, and exploring be way beyond the type of relationship you want, right? Our desires, you're here to experience so much more than just a romantic relationship. So starting to explore like what does light you up? What does turn you on? What does make you feel alive? And start to access that and add, you know, more things to your life that, 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 stoke the fire of desire. So now you're the woman walking through the world who's satiated, who fills, who, who feels filled up and connected to her desires. And now, um, you feel de deserving because you already have them. 
right? So now there's nothing separate from you when you're connected to your sensuality, when you're connect, like if you're thinking, oh, I'll feel sexy and beautiful when I have a man or when I have a partner or when I have a lover, well, now you, that thing is outside of you. But if you start to cultivate, like what has you feel sexy and beautiful? Maybe it's, maybe it's how you have a shower in the morning and how you, um, dress yourself and how you walk down the street a little bit slower than everyone else and really living from that energy. And now you're in the frequency and the frequency is a magnet to whatever the external desires are. But most people are trying to attract their desires, even with vision boards and manifesting, trying to attract their desires from thinking, you know, I'll feel better when I get this thing and I just need to get this thing and then I'll feel good. And you might feel good momentarily or for a few weeks or a few days, but that fades away because it's not coming from the inside out. So get curious, like, what are your desires? Get to know them. It's the best. I mean, that changed my whole freaking life. This, this person asked the question from, she wanted to know how to feel deserving around the relationship I desire. So it was asked from that place, but it's, but when I think of how few women ever ask themselves, what do I desire in general? Mm-hmm. Right. Like most of the time the desire just becomes, I want a marriage and babies, right. Or I want a relationship rather than what is the kind of life that I desire. And I, I just had a conversation yesterday about how so many people get obsessed with the thing. Like I want the marriage and I want the kids that they then don't pay attention to how they're treated or whether or not they even respect and like the person that they're on a date with. Right. She's like, Oh, you want marriage and kids too. So, okay, let's keep dating rather than do I even like how you show up in the world or the kind of person that you are. And as for me, when I was recovering from codependency, I've actually been thinking about this a lot. I did not believe that I deserved to be happy, right? Like I had a whole orientation to a life of struggle because that was what my mother would do, right? Everything, everything was hard. Everything had to be hard. Everything you have to work really hard for things, right? And, and there's, you know, lots of pain in life rather than most women when you're healing, it's the behavior. So again, if you're going to embody the feeling of deserving, how are you, what actions are you taking in your own life that align with the feeling that you want to generate? So again, the feelings come as a result of thoughts, as a result of behavior. The, the, the neuroscience has now proved it. Feelings don't just like happen. <laughs> they come as a result of what you're thinking and how you're behaving. So most women are not behaving in alignment with their worth right? They're staying up too late. They're eating crap. You're spending time with people who don't feel good when you're around them, right? You're tolerating mistreatment at work, right? You're self-abandoning and self-neglecting and then trying to do, I deserve a happy relationship, but your behaviors aren't aligned with the thing that you want to create. And that's why I shared about being sober. And then it became for me, boundaries setting in my life, like learning how to say no more, like aligning my yes with what actually feels true and not trying to get life to cater to to me, right? It's not life's job to make me feel better about myself. It's no one's job actually to make me feel better about myself. That's mine. And the energy of deserving happens when you're rooted in your worth that is aligned with the behaviors that say I'm worthy. Right. It's not 
because we all know, especially if you're at the beginning of a, of this, you know, transformational journey, if you're just in the mirror, like I am worthy, but you don't ever feel it, you're going to actually stop saying it. Right. And then you're going to say, I never feel it because you're not paying attention to the actions that you're taking. And like, we have been talking about self-responsibility and, and self-advocacy for four years. Like that's like the core message of the new truth podcast. Self-account, self-responsibility is about your behavior. That that's what accountability is, is the behavior that I'm taking in my life, sending the message that I'm worthy and deserving, or is it sending the message that I'm entitled, or is it sending the message that I don't like myself very much? Or is it sending the message that everyone else should, should cater to what I want and, and what I need and the vulnerability of life. And, and this is what's careful. Cause usually we have a, uh, if you don't feel like you deserve good things, you're probably doing a, I deserve bad things cycle, right? Like the self-punishment piece rather than life is going to do life, right? Wonderful things happen in life and really hard things happen in life, but how you respond to what is happening is what you have control over and how you, you know, you don't attract emotionally unavailable men, you accept them right? Like that's the accountable piece. It's not, how do I stop having men like this come into my world? It's more, how do I cultivate the self-worth, right? And the attitude that, and the, and have the courage to take the action that says no to the men who aren't aligned with what I desire, right? To the friends that aren't aligned with what I desire. And I found that's the thing that women have the hardest time with saying no, setting limits, right? Behaving in alignment with their worth rather than waiting for someone else to do it. And that's where all the shittiness of dating comes from, right? You should text me every day. I deserve to be treated better than this. Okay. Then what do you want to do about that? Not how do you get him to behave differently? There are billions of people in the world. There are people who want to show up for you, want to be connected to you, friends who want reciprocity just as much as you do friends who are investing in themselves, right? And and on a growth path and reading books and listening to the New Truth podcast, right? And, and wanting to be inspired. Your behavior matters and feelings follow thoughts and behavior. So if when I behave in alignment, you can't help but feel good. When you take time for yourself, you can't help but generate the feeling of, of joy and, and pleasure and magic because your behavior supports that. And then when you're thinking, when you think I deserve this, it actually resonates in your body. Like you're, you're, you'll believe it rather than if I'm not behaving in alignment, but I'm just saying I deserve it. Your, your conscious and subconscious mind is like this. There is an opposing energy here, right? This isn't supported. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and there's always two parts of ourselves, right? It's either your saboteur and the little girl inside little young wounded parts of you at charge in or in charge, <laughs> or it's your heroine, your soul, your truth, and like really listening to that inner compass, which we all have. And so when your behaviors are looking to change someone, that's probably one of the most common um, contributors of not feeling deserving is like if we are constantly waiting for someone else to change or thinking that someone else needs to change, even if you're in a relationship where the person did show up really amazing in the honeymoon phase and now they're not, is like that's information. And, right. um, and I've had a few clients lately who've left relationships that are, you know, and this can be such a trap, really good in a lot of ways. But then there were certain th patterns that showed up again and again that felt really bad. 
to their inner guidance, right? The body's just like, oh, that's not right. Oh, that's not right. And they would communicate it and try and have a conversation. And um, this is several of my clients right now. And I think it's the mercury and retrograde that just happened and all the communication breakdowns. If you've had any lately, there's been a lot in astrology going on that's causing us to really refine our relationships mm. and to look at, to sift through and look at everything that's out of alignment and to start speaking your truth and love. You can do so lovingly, but if someone cannot hear you and cannot meet you there, it's not aligned. And how, like, if you don't feel worthy and deserving, most likely it's because your saboteur and little girl, wounded little girl is in charge and you are trying to feel worthy based on getting it from outside of you or blaming people or trying to change people rather than actually listening to yourself, getting honest with yourself. You know the truth. We always know the truth. And it can be, it can feel really hard and really scary to follow that because it's, it doesn't necessarily always make sense. It's like something feels off and learning, but that's how we create safety. Like that's how safety is not going to come from you being in a relationship, having the dream life, having the dream house, having the babies and the cars and the, that's not safety. Safety is when you learn to trust yourself and the more you listen to that, you know, the desires of your heart, but also those nudges where something doesn't feel right and you speak up and it still doesn't feel right and you speak up and it still doesn't feel right. Honor yourself, listen to yourself, let relationships fall away that hurt, right? Relationships are challenging. You will go through hard times. They're a catalyst for growth and it does. it's not supposed to hurt all the time. So like that I, I I think back to when I didn't feel deserving, um, it's because my saboteur was in charge. It's because I was making decisions based on not wanting to hurt other people, based on people pleasing, based on trying to control reality because I was afraid to be single or was afraid to let go of a relationship that didn't feel good because I thought, oh my gosh, this person has these five good qualities and what if I never find another human on planet Earth again? And so if fear is making your choice, that's your saboteur and the wounded little girl, it's time to build a loving relationship with yourself, which we talked about in the first, well, I mean, every episode, but every definitely episode. episode. Um, and so like, if that part of you has the wheel, your chances are your relationships are reinforcing your lack of self-worth rather than making hard decisions and then like that you get to see how divinely supported you are. In my experience, every client I've ever worked with, my own journey, all my friends, like when we have the courage to actually follow our hearts and follow our truth and follow the, listen to those nudges, that's when we get to see how supported we are by life. And that's when, you know, you're willing to let go of that toxic friend that doesn't feel good, that you constantly feel drained after hanging out with them. And then you, you finally just take some space and let go, let that friendship fall away. And guess what? Five new amazing friends show up and you go to a retreat and you meet soul sisters for life or whatever. Like that's like life is going to work it out for you. And yet most people don't feel deserving or worthy because they're making their decisions rooted in fear. And then fear feeds, fear feeds, fear feeds, fear feeds, fear. So right. even though you'll feel scared following your truth, it'll feel scary 
you can just lovingly talk to that part of you that feels scared because it's a young part that doesn't believe everything's going to be okay. And you can let her know, Hey, I've got you. I love you. Everything's going to be okay. And, you know, surround yourself with people you feel supported by and you feel amazing to be around and, and the more and do, you know, go hang out in places where your soul feels nourished. And over time you'll start to, it, it, it all the stories will, will fall away and you just will be deserving. That's how it happened for me. It just one day I just was. And I wasn't for many years. And it's just making new choices over and over again, making courageous choices. That was what I was going to say, that like not waiting for it to feel easy to make the the new choice too. Like if you have had a series of unhealthy relationships or you've never taken big risks in your life and like now you're feeling the call to generate the feeling of worthiness and and deserving and self-advocacy, it's not going to be easy right? Like it, and it's growing pains. And anytime you leave your comfort zone, it's not easy, but leaving your comfort zone is required for growth is required for transformation on the other side of your fear is the love that you've always dreamed of. And it's not coming from someone else. And that's the main takeaway of this episode that when you look at the way you've been behaving in your life, what is the message that you're sending yourself through all of your behaviors? Are you sending the message that you matter that you're important, that you are worthy of taking up space, that your needs matter, or are you sending the message that you don't and it's waiting for someone else to to prove that to you? Because at the end of the day, the life will flex back to you however you're behaving. Like life doesn't make anything happen for you. Life partners with you, right? But you have to set things in motion. And I I mean, self-esteem is built by doing esteemable acts, Yes. Right. Like the beha- I, I can't say enough that it's about your behavior and having the compassion that to change your behavior takes courage, right? Takes commitment, takes devotion, takes the willingness to feel the fear and do it anyway. Right. In the name of your desire, in the name of having something different than you've ever experienced before. And when you're surrounded by people who really love you, when you stop tolerating bullshit, even if you go on a date with someone who's not a match, but that person treats you well and you enjoyed yourself, that anchors into the new experience. Like then it becomes easier and easier to generate the feeling of of worth and value and deserving because you're creating those experiences everywhere you go. And that also helps to not being attached to whether or not you have a boyfriend, right? You learned how, how to appreciate beautiful experiences with people. Like even if it's meeting a new friend, you know, at the park or the coffee shop, right? Just, wow, that just felt really good. That person was open-hearted. That's a reflection of how you're being in your life too, right? You, you do. So it's this, you do accept the love you think you deserve, right? And, and when you decide that you deserve more, you won't tell other people that you deserve more, you just raise the standards of your own life and then life meets you there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your life is a, a mirror of everything that's happening inside of you and how you're treating yourself. So shift gears and community and sisterhood is the answer. It's everything. It's everything. Having women, we, we've said this a million times, but having women who love and adore you and cherish you and support you and show up for you and reflect who you are when you forget. Um, It blows my mind how much toxic crap women tolerate in relationships. I was chatting with my friend about this yesterday. 
in all relationships. And, you know, it's, it's, it's our old normal really because of the old paradigm of love, because women are so wired to be blinded by the vision. Like you said earlier of the house and the marriage and the babies and the whatever it's like, I mean, I can't, I have so many women I've worked with who ended up marrying narcissists or toxic, you know, people. And they played a part of course, because they chose it from blindly from this fantasy fairy tale. I just want the thing. So I'm going to ignore my gut screaming at me and actually the truth that's inside you, your life can be so beautiful and feel, you know, it doesn't mean, like you said, you're not going to, you're going to go through hard times. Life is challenging. Being a human is no minor thing. <laughs> it's a, it's Jedi training, really. It's fucking crazy being a human, but it's so much more beautiful and meaningful and rich when you have a loving relationship with yourself and you're surrounded by healthy, loving relationships. And yeah, if I could, I, I'm hoping over over the years of us doing the new truth that we just keep changing that narrative and that story around what women are deserving of because you get to be so cherished and loved and supported and seen and you get to experience love that keeps deepening through challenge that deepens through hard experiences that grows and evolves where you get to grow and evolve and be the brightest, biggest version of yourself and vice versa. Like that's what's available to you. And, but if you keep tolerating the fucking table scraps, there's an episode on that too, <laughs> then you'll never have that love that you truly desire. So, and it's the only one who can change anything is you. And there's some fantasy that like, oh, no, it's going to come from out there, but it will come from out there when you change it in inside of you first. And that's the only way really. So, cause even if you get the most amazing love, you know, I, I've worked with so many women who can't receive it because they have walls around their heart because they haven't gone in first. So you get to have what you desire. You des you are so worthy and deserving just for from being who you are. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to change yourself, but you do have to change your relationship with how you're treating yourself and what you're tolerating in your life. So Such anything else? Any final words? The final word is you would not look at any child on the planet and say that you don't deserve to be treated well. Yeah. And so look in the mirror Right? That's so much of what Dr. Amanda talked about. Like the biggest spiritual practice is women spending time with themselves in the mirror yes. and loving what they see. But this yes. is that looking in the mirror and really deciding, you know, how I, what message I want to send to the person that I see, right? Yes. Like, cause you're in charge of sending that message, right? Life is not going to send the message to you. It will reflect whatever message you send. And you are that precious, innocent, wonderful, worthy, valuable child now in a grown up body, but no, nothing's changed from the essence of who you were when the day that you were born. So remember that you wouldn't look at anyone, right? Even now your friends, you wouldn't look at your friends and say, yes. you don't deserve to be treated well. You would be telling yes. your friends that. And so what is self-love other than building a friendship with yourself and having your own back and, and you teach people how to treat you by what you tolerate, not by telling them what to do. Yes. Um, so 
Thank you so much to the beloved who requested this. I, I look forward to hearing from you on what you think about this episode and how it supported you. And we're just really enjoying this new energy of season two and all the interviews we have coming and the deepening of these, of all of these topics around life and love and, and relationships. So we'll see you soon. We love you. Go love yourself up. Love yourself up in the mirror and we'll see you next week. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, you can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon. 